everything I prepared for the meeting is useless. So I'm just going to, except for one scripture, and, and, and I'm going to, one of the things the Lord wants me to talk about tonight is frogs. And it's gonna be riveting, okay? So no, I'm not kidding. This is this is crazy. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do something. I mean it. I'm just you can see us having a debate down here going, no, you do it. No, you can you I'm not gonna like this is sort of we're an amazing team. So 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 we just want the Lord to move, honestly, because you you, you know uh, one touch from the Lord is, is is better than five years starting in a cemetery. Okay, so all right. So we're going to keep this brief and we are going to pray for people again, but very specifically, uh, huh, I need prayer so I can keep standing. All right, Holy Spirit, help me. They're fine. Help me. Lord, I just thank You for Your presence. I just thank You for Your realms of glory. And I just thank You for open eyes. I thank You for a spirit of ascension. I just thank You for uh, the grace to pierce the matrix of perception. I thank You, Lord God, for a spirit of deliverance. <clears throat> I thank You, Holy Ghost. I thank You, Holy Ghost, for eyes open. And I thank You for Your presence and Your glory. It's not about us, it's about You. And we are already seated in heavenly places. We thank You for the lightnings from heaven. We thank You for the lightnings of God. I thank You that power is hidden in Your hand. I thank You the lightnings of God, the flashes of lightnings are hidden in Your hand, Lord. And I just thank You. The enemy is terrified. We thank You. We, we speak from a place of victory and triumph in Jesus' Name. Holy Ghost, okay. So obviously there's been a bit of gear going on lately. Winds have changed with something. Um, we prayed, a lot of things happened in the political uh, arena. And we, were, we will always be bipartisan as much as we possibly can because God can, if God can use a Cyrus, you know, He can use a Billy Graham, is that, is that we, have to, we have to actually keep our eyes on the Lord. And we saw that the winds of change and that was crazy. And we've also been talking about, uh, we've been talking about breaking the matrix. We won't put this Scripture up, but it says in, this is a, a, a Scripture that got quickened to me. It says in Revelation 12, 12. Now remember, Revelation is a series of visions. It is not a chronology. It doesn't read like a storybook. The letters to the churches, Jesus appearing amongst the candlesticks is one vision. And then behold, I saw a door standing open in heaven, the beginning of another one. Because you see different order of Babylon's fallen. Oh no, it's back again. Oh, it's fallen. Oh, now it's judged. It's because there are a series of visions and it's like a multi-dimensional wheels within wheels Rubik's Cube. So we need grace, but it says that when it says, blessed is he who reads this book and understands it. So it's one of those things. So one of the things in the book of Revelation, it says, it says, Rejoice, O heavens, and you that are in them, but woe to the earth and its inhabitants, or woe to those who are earthbound. The devil's been cast down and he knows he has a short time. And the, and the devil has no power over time, but he knows he has a short time. And I've got a theory that if the devil can deceive and corrupt God's people and bring them into ignorance, unbelief, and disobedience, he can keep extending dark time. If we can keep the church in unbelief and disobedience because Jesus is coming back for a bride without spot or blemish. And when we keep pushing everything back, it's in the future, it's in the future. We can't land anything in the now. Hope and vision is amazing, it's indispensable. It keeps us in the game. So we've been talking about also to a, a corporate condition that we need to see, but it starts with us. 
and the revelation that happened on the Mount of Transfiguration. And Peter said, we had this in 1 Peter chapter 1, we have this prophetic word made more sure. And he said this, we heard this from the Lord. We heard the Father say, this is my, this is my beloved Son up on the holy mountain. And He said this, that the morning star would rise in our hearts until the day breaks. The morning star. Revelation 22, Jesus says, He is the bright and morning star. It says in the letters to the churches that to Him who overcomes, He'll give them the morning star. So God's looking for a people who can lay a hold of His promises in the now. Can someone say Amen? 2,000 years ago, they said, Lord, when are You going to restore the Kingdom to Israel? And Jesus said, it's not for you to know that the seasons that the Father has appointed in His authority. In another way of putting it, He said, don't worry about timelines and just looking at in the future, but go into the now and win the world for Christ. Go and do the Great Commission. So we're talking about breaking the matrix. When the book of Joel prophesied that the Spirit of God would be poured out in the last days, when was the beginning of that fulfilment? Was it not Pentecost? Yes. How long ago was Pentecost? 2,000 years ago. And we keep, this, this just keeps, because one day, one day, one day. And God wants us to, He wants us to see that, that the just shall live by faith. It doesn't say the just should live by hope. We do need hope, okay. And we're seeing a, a, a guy called Mike Murdoch. He's got some great language for some things. And he talks about the definition of crises. And he said, in proper perspective, crises is merely the concentration of information. When so many things happening in your world at once, you go, I'm in crises. No, you're in Kairos and a concentration. Are you not shocked that nearly every day is a big news day? I mean, you go, wow. I mean, Daryl and I caught a plane to Beijing once and Daryl didn't feel good about it for good reason. While we're in the plane, a fighter jet was just outside the window. That'll put you on edge, won't it? You're thinking, why is a fighter jet just outside the window? And today, obviously there was a tragedy over there. I think it was East China Airlines. We're seeing all sorts of things happen. There is a concentration of information because something's happening with time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And we need God's wisdom to go into the now to lay a hold of things. So what I wanna do is I'm, I've just ripped the guts out of everything I wanted to share tonight, but I wanna share one thought and what, we're, and, and what we're gonna pray about tonight. We're gonna lay hands on people because this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. So if you thought last week was weird, this is gonna get way weirder, okay? But the point is, is that unless I say what I feel the Lord wants to say, then I'm, you know, we're all, you know, this is just an RSL meeting, hey? So, sorry, that meant a bit Kiwanis. Sorry, Rotary. So I'm gonna offend everyone, who cares? Okay, so, all right, sha ba 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 Now someone else is offended because they don't believe in the baptism. All right, so, okay, let's close in prayer. Amen, hallelujah. All right, come on. So, <laughs> so what I wanna say, what we're gonna do, and this is very important because we're talking about about I believe the enemy wants to keep dragging on things and he doesn't want the glory of God to manifest on the earth. 
He wants people to keep thinking, we'll just keep watching and waiting for these things to happen. The Lord's saying, lay a hold of eternity. You're already seated in heavenly places. Hebrews 12 says, and you have come to Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of innumerable angels. That's already taken place. So when Daryl was talking about ascension, I'm going to talk about one Scripture, a dream and its interpretation, and then we're gonna pray for people. So Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 to 14, and we see that uh, uh, amazing, uh, historic uh, deal with Jesus manifesting. He said, Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And we know, Field of Dreams is your home church, always very dangerous talking about the subject of white horses, okay? You know, that's very, very dangerous. So now I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he who sat on him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges, just keep this up, he judges and makes war. Look at the order. He first judges, then he makes war. He first judges, then he makes war. The next one, please. His eyes were like a flame of fire and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies of in heaven clothed in fine linen, which are the righteous acts of the saints and the righteousness of Christ over them, white and clean, followed Him on white horses. And when I, when I came to Christ a very long time ago, everything was about warfare. And then for decades after, nothing was about warfare. And we used to sing these songs, we get hyped up in you know, sweaty teenage meetings. You know, sort of like the hygiene wasn't the best corporately. It sort of smelt like some sort of like YMCA with a little bit of links over the top of it. And if someone said, join hands across the whole place, you'd be going. And we used to, there used to be a song, we're binding the strong man, loosen the captives. And then we get calling down fire. And we were just, we were just up for it screaming and spitting and sweating, thinking, man, the devil must be terrified. And what we need to know is that Jesus first judges, then He makes war. We need to know what is the Lord saying in a particular situation? Because that's what I have learnt is to say, Lord, what are you saying? And when we receive what He says, we wage warfare with the prophetic Word. It is the sword of the Spirit. It is the arrows that we strike the ground with and we shoot out of the window, but He first makes judgment. Otherwise, technically, someone can say, Jesus, I believe You're the Son of God. Come into my life, forgive my sins, and I ask You to put my name in the Lamb's Book of Life so I'm forgiven. And the very next day, technically, is they should go up into the highest place of the city and pull down the principalities on their own, technically. But we know that's not true because people have to grow, build muscle, have understanding and be seasoned. And so first we need to understand God's judgments and what that looks like. Can someone say Amen? Because we need to know what is the mind of the Lord in a particular situation. 
And so I think I've asked you to put up 1 Corinthians 9.26. The Apostle Paul was very aware of this because he walked in a lot of wisdom and knowledge. Therefore I run this way, not with uncertainty. I fight this way, not as one who beats the air. And you go, all right, warfare. I mean, you go, we're taking on the devil. Where is he? Come on, you know. All of a sudden we're walking around like Conor McGregor looking like a bunch of gooses, okay? And what it is, is that we need to understand what God's Word is saying so we can accurately take the sword of the Spirit and put it right up into the belly of the devil. Can someone say Amen? And there's a, there is a bit about warfare tonight, but Daryl was talking about ascension. And what happens um, is that we talked about the winds of change. Now, Bob sent in a dream to Belinda today. I'll, I'll quickly read it. Um, and and I, it's, it's, it's the Word of the Lord. So what happens is this is that what we did, I'll just, I'll just say this. I pretty much, I was raised, uh, my, my mother worked for the Adelaide City Council and my mum was a rusted on Labour voting lefty. Okay, and that one, don't, this is, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as soon as I turned to 18, I voted Liberal. So basically, Basically is this, is that I've had a certain persuasion. I believe in civil liberties, small government and freedoms. That's, that's my conviction. That being said, from this pulpit and privately, we never once prayed for a particular party. We always talked about righteousness in government. Can someone say Amen? Okay, because we've got to see past the players and we've got to see, we've got to see that the Lord once, see, see, Am I freaked out about stuff? No, you know why? Because I was praying nearly every day and I've got a clean conscience. So this is the dream. And so Bob had this dream, he's one of our leaders and said, last night I had a dream which involved the new Premier of South Australia. I saw him arriving at the top of an escalator. It's not a long dream, it's quite short. I was below with a crowd of others looking up from the floor at the bottom of the escalator, holding my mobile phone, trying to ring him so I could pray over him for God's blessing and power to be released over his life, for his life and role as Premier. I was frustrated and unable to speak my prayers aloud on the phone, as in the dream, the microphone on my phone was not working. Uh, Peter Malinowskis turned to face the crowd below and said he would pray for us. Then he prayed God's blessing over all of us. And so, that dream got quickened to me. We know about Jacob's ladder. And if you drill down into Hebrew uh, 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 culture and the temple, it's probably more like a spiral staircase. But what happens when you have an escalator, you've actually got, you're actually putting in no effort there at all. I believe that the, el- that the, the escalator shows that the Lord actually ex- uh, uh, caused Peter Malinowskis to ascend. So he's at the top of the escalator here. What's happened? is that Bob was at the, at, the, at the bottom. And I don't believe this is about Bob. I believe it's about the body. Bob is short for Robert, which means shining one. It says that we are lights in a dark place. So what happens is you have, you have Peter, which means rock. At the, and, and we could be surprised. Now I do know that they're, they're, they're you know, that if you're gonna pray about anything ongoing, pray over SA Health. Pray over SA Health, okay? Because they're unaccountable bureaucracy, not transparent and, you know, that's just, that's my personal feeling expressed in public. Um, and, so, and so what happens 
is this, the dream, which I don't believe was about Bob, it was about, about the, much of the body, not all of the body, much of the body, is the shining one is at the bottom of the escalator. And the Lord's saying, you don't understand. See, it's not about praying someone in, praying someone out. It's about the church ascending. It's about the church ascending. Can someone say Amen? Being in a place where we're actually walking in cleanliness and wisdom with clean hands and where we've got the counsel of the Lord because His phone wasn't working and He couldn't get a hold of Him. In other words, in, in, in the marketplace, the, the, the Christian voice still isn't loud enough. And God wants us to ascend. Because I tell you what, it says we rule and reign with Him from Zion, not at the bottom of the escalator. You know what I'm talking about. And so what we have is that in the meeting, I looked up something that maybe about a week ago, I've never really given much thought to. We're gonna pray for people in a second because in regards to what God wants to do, we've got to stop pushing things into the future on an eschatological timeline that never manifests in the here and now. I'm not saying, I, I, I completely believe in the coming of Jesus, but this passive watching things unfold isn't why the Bible was written. It's actually about laying a hold of now. It's actually heaven suffering violence and the violent take it by force is that yes, they waited on the day of Pentecost, but waiting on the Lord isn't like sitting in a bus stop looking at your watch. It's laying a hold of the now because God has promised and it's impossible for Him to lie. Can someone say Amen? Print out those Scriptures on power. Print out those Scriptures on, on healing and seeing souls saved. Meditate on them, fast, pray, get into it. But this is, what, this is what got quickened to me. The Lord said, I want you to pray against the frogs. And that's... That's probably not as embarrassing as asking if the chicken man is here. <coughs> but what happens is this, is that it's my opinion that Scripture is layered and it talks about the dragon, the beast and the false prophet. The false prophet causes false signs. Is the body of Christ an individual or a corporate? So corporate. Is the bride of Christ an individual or a corporate? You're not sure? Okay, can the bride of Christ please stand up? Please stand up, please stand up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, believe, I believe there's an element where the, the false prophet is the media. My buy-in on the narrative is so low. It's so low. But you know what they do? It actually says in the book of Revelation, frogs come out of their mouth. Frogs come out of their mouth. And do you know what frogs do? They capture you with their tongue. They're unclean and they deceive. And the Lord says, I want you to pray against the frogs tonight. Because what happens is this. We're gonna, there's a, there's been a bit of a power that's gonna manifest in a second. Because what's happening is a, it's a, they are demonic spirits and they're trying to keep God's people from ascending. It brings a spirit of heaviness, it brings hopelessness and it brings despair. And the Lord says, you're gonna put your foot down and you're gonna break this. Now, what, are the, what specifically is this? Is that 
The Lord says, I want you to pray for people. It seems like when they've watched the media or listened to something, it's like a spirit of heaviness has come over them where it actually drains their batteries, absolutely drains their batteries. Where all of a sudden they go, I just, I feel so tired. I don't know what it is. It's actually a demonic spirit preaching a lie, a false gospel. Who's found, who's found that, that it's, and this is very specific, I don't know if it's, I mean, not saying it's connected to the fringe, might be, might not, I don't know. But it's, 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 a, it's a deceptive spirit that captures you through false words. Because most of the things that are happening, it's, that's deception. Who's found that very recently, is it just the news or the constant battery of news has absolutely drained their batteries? Who's, who's found that? Seriously, seriously, stand up. If that's you, stand up. Seriously, we're, we're gonna minister. Can you turn the pads up, please? Can you put the, the pads up, please, Trevor? <coughs> Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been supernatural tiredness, even to the point you sleep, you, you don't even have the right neurotransmitters, you don't understand it. You go, I'm eating okay, I'm doing all the right things, but I'm drained. It's actually a deceptive thing that's actually designed to keep you from ascending, is to keep you exhausted, keep you in the flesh. Now, just for a second, if you're sitting down or standing, I want you to worship because soon I'm gonna call those people forward and we're gonna pray for you guys. God says, I want you to break it off. They are demon spirits designed to stop you from taking your inheritance in the heavenly dimensions. They are designed to keep you earthbound. They are designed to make you exhausted continually because God's Word brings light. God's Word brings life. You shall know the truth and knowing the truth shall set you free. And there is a lying spirit in much of the media. It speaks death, fear, hopelessness, inevitability, manipulation, witchcraft, darkness and Leviathan, Holy Ghost. Guys, if you're just sitting down, just seeing the Spirit, seeing the Spirit, I need you all engaging before we start praying for people. Just seeing the Spirit, Holy. Just turn the pads up a bit higher, Trevor. Shalom, la 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 your glory just get the atmosphere thick with the cloud of heaven we're breaking off exhaustion tonight. We're breaking off heaviness tonight. She a little bit longer, guys. Just lift your hands to heaven. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Holy God. 
Saints, keep drinking, keep worshiping, keep giving God glory. Fuego, 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 fuego. Holy, holy. Winds of change are still blowing, friends. This is this is a time to just get on that, get right up under that open heaven, Holy Ghost. Fuego, 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 fuego de Dios. Fuego Didios, Fuego Didios, Fuego Didios, Fuego, Fuego, Holy, 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 Holy. If you find yourself getting very hot and sweaty, it's the, the fire of God. Just lean into it, guys. Just lean into it. Holy Ghost. Might be a few tadpoles being broken off you, hey? Holy Ghost. <laughs> Ghost. They look cute, but they're more like leeches. Holy, holy, holy. <laughs> holy, holy. 